You're now listening to Trap Conscious Radio. Trap Conscious Radio, we in the building. I'm your host, YBF. I got my partner in crime, Kaiser Bavik on the line. What's poppin', KB? What's good, what's good, what's good, what's good? It's good. As always, no time to waste. Um, Shit, let me just lay out the topics. Uh, We're going to talk about the NBA. That's going to be our main topic for today. Um, You have any other side topics? I'm looking at the time and seeing what we're going to have time to really get into. Nah, I, 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 I really want to dive in on that. I want to dive in on that, and I want to dive in just for one second <laughs> on, on your boy Justin. Okay, let's do. Let's get the Justy shit out the way. Cause, are you? Do you want to talk about <laughs> the way he walked in the court? <laughs> Is that what you want to? Nah, get? <laughs> nah. I'm just saying, like, little boy, Justy did some clown shit, but they, they hit that nigga with charges at like, they, 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 they trying to get him NBA numbers. You know what I'm saying? Hit that nigga with the Rico. Like, but all this nonsense is a lie, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But they talking about you facing 48. You know, I don't think he's gonna get nowhere near that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But I ain't never seen a trial move that fast. But look how long it took to get Kelly. You know, my man Justin got indicted and everything. He been court and everything. They want to get it on. Split time. <laughs> get this motherfucker off the street. Like, get the worst man in America. Get Justin off the street. They want to capitalize off of it, like, because they what was the court hearing was about letting cameras in court, right? Yeah, he walked in there with like this call logger feel swagger. <laughs> he had the all black glasses, the trench coat. I thought he was gonna come, he was gonna come in a wheelchair. He, they was walking like, remember when Malcolm and them niggas walked down to the what was it, the police station, and they was all in a line on a uh, Malcolm X the movie. No, they was at the hospital. I the hospital. The hospital. <laughs> he was walking he with that cadence. Uh, I'm. St- by the way, I'll say this much. By the way he strutted into that courtroom, I'm starting to question my own beliefs now. Like, this nigga walked in looking innocent as hell. Or at least he walked in looking like he believes that he's innocent as hell. Like, he didn't have no... There was no contrition. There was no defeated defeatism. None of that shit to him. He was had his head held high. Are we missing something here? Like, did we overlook some of the... the, the, the I don't know. Did we overlook something? No, we can't overlook nothing. You know what I'm saying? Like, listen, he an actor. You know what I'm saying? Listen, he an actor. That he is, he, yes. He, he gay, you know what I'm saying? I don't know if he's super fan boy, you know what I'm saying? But he, he definitely staying in character. Okay, he definitely is. It's still a, look, it's still a, it's still a fashion show. You still want to... Everything they doing... I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, when they publish this and these lawyers and them get to the... Everything they doing is... Uh, and that's with the subconscious. That's the only strong front. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's the only strong front that like we being railroaded. Yeah, it's all about <laughs> optics. Yeah. <laughs> but if come on, Jeff, give me the fuck up, man. 
I just needed to talk about the numbers they were trying to get. I heard it was going to total up to 64 years. All 16 counts carry like uh, three to four years or some shit, two to four. What a total. Now I'm trying to figure out like how the fuck he get the same number as Takashi. Because he, 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 he challenged white supremacy. He yeah, failed. He, he now he's going to pay the price. Yeah, he had a murder challenge madness. Yeah, he had the, had the, some audacity. Now he's going to fucking... May the gods be with you, Jesse. We got some... We got something, uh, I guess, more important to get into. Something we're both passionate about, uh, the NBA. Um, I, I, I think for the interest of time... I mean, I was going to come in here and get back on uh, your homie Norbell Samaj and talk about the Lakers more... Um, the rake it seems like they're looking for, the, the season is over for the Lakers let's get that out of the way everyone's going down with injury everyone's taking off the rest of the season Lonzo issued a statement saying he's gonna work Lonzo is let me not is make this wrong? about Lonzo I think Lonzo I don't know man. I think my boss might be behind the scenes pulling off pulling off a, a master plan this, he, I don't know. Lonzo got to show me something. It's too much talking. Saying, if you want to keep, if you want to keep him in the legend, keep that injury. Yeah, because it really hurts the trade value. Lonzo is what it is. Kuzma went down with an ankle injury, so he's probably gonna go ahead and bow out. Um, Ingram suffered a kind of a freak, rare kind of injury, but it's kind of serious. Did you hear about his? That yeah, uh, thrombosis. Yeah, that shit kind of scary. Yeah. Um, that shit was kind of scary. Vein thrombosis, but it is what it is. Um, LeBron is still going through the motions for the rest of the season. That's the least he could do. But he's rolling out of bed, like you said. He's just rolling out of bed, <laughs> dropping numbers like it's easy. A yeah, I mean it's easy to him, but it, uh, I don't know. LeBron is just in a weird predicament. I, I uh, Jeff Van Gundy has said something about possibly trading him, like they should possibly look to trade him. That don't sound too far fetched. I think LeBron might even. Want that at this point? Like, yeah, I don't think it sounds far fetched. It don't sound far fetched as far as uh, style wise. You know what I'm saying, like as, mm-hmm. a, as a far as as a, as a strategy, mm-hmm. like oh, let's, let's get these new. But it, it's um, that shit. I think that shit's full hardy and clown shit. You know what I'm saying? Because who you gonna get to trade? Who who gonna trade for LeBron? They gonna say why are you trying to get rid of? They gonna say LeBron can make it to the playoffs in the there. Yeah, but so, it's, it's always gonna be on some shit like. LeBron could always spend it like I I LeBron has that cachet to say I shut it down. We could have made it if I wanted to. Like don't don't buy too much into the season. Everything happened this way. He can make an excuse for everything that happened this season. I think LeBron loves to turn it into Patina out there. <laughs> <laughs> like it ain't working. That's not that magic guy. It ain't working. You know what I'm saying? Like that shit is not working, point, bro. It comes to the point like like I didn't came to the like I didn't came to the fascination. I mean, I already know what it is. They they pull a lot of beta males that want to be out there. You know what I'm saying? I ain't gonna go with being relations and be a second for them. I can just stay here and get treated like a king, and just say great. And I understand it. Well, why would you? Like, fuck all this legacy shit they be talking about. You know what I'm saying? But like they said, these new players really don't care about that. Yeah. These niggas going leaving Keith McDonald's and shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like they don't. Like they, I'm just being real. Like they don't give a fuck. Like, no, you you're right. Like, so LeBron should let like, man. Come on, man. Like, I think LeBron should shut it down. He should shut it down, but I, I think he should shut it down. But LeBron actually, he made the cost of living in LA go up. Like he, he, he has to come out. Like these people bought those tickets. I haven't gone to one Lakers game this year. Every time I look on the schedule to see which was going to be like the 
cheapest option. There, it's it's none. Like it ain't no cheap option. I was looking at the Mag- Lakers versus Magic or Lakers versus Bulls. All that shit is expensive. The, the standard room only was still eight hundred. Yeah, I've been to many of Clippers games, but yo, LeBron, you got to justify that those ticket prices. People come to see you. But okay, I, let's move off LeBron. Let's get to the our our feature presentation. So, uh, I think I said last time we talked about the NBA and you asked me about Westbrook and I was like, nah, he's struggling for the season. I'll get back to him at a later date. And so today is that later date. So Westbrook, um, un- uncharacteristically, he's been kind of suffering this season. Uh, his, his shooting has taken a major hit. Like he's not shooting well. He's not shooting well from the free throw line. I think he's a career 84% shooter this year. He's only shooting 65%. Um, he at one point was shooting like below 25% from three. Now he's his numbers have gone up recently. Like I think now his numbers, he's starting to get into a groove. But for the most part of the season, he's been like, some people attribute it to injury. I kind of attribute it to just his mind not being right. Almost like he had the yips or some kind of uh, anxiety that he was dealing with. Uh, some kind of psychological issue he was dealing with um, when it comes to his offense. And he's finally getting in like a decent headspace, but he still shows these instances where he allows uh, outside factors to uh, uh, affect him. Typically, Westbrook, he'll take like outsized criticism. You know, he's been criticized his whole career for his style of play, and he'll use that as motivation. But it seems like this year, particularly when it comes to like the fans interactions with him they've been getting on him and it's been kind of getting into his head and it's been affecting his play on the court um i say all that to say uh or just to bring us to the point where last night or at this point it'll be what two nights ago westbrook was playing in um salt lake city utah against the utah jazz and during one of the breaks or one of the times when he was on the bench resting a fan of him had an exchange and uh you saw the exchange i'm pretty sure yeah i told the dude yeah he said told the dude i'll fuck you up fuck you and your wife up we only could hear westbrook's uh exchange we couldn't hear the other one i swear to god i'll put on everything i love yeah and he was serious like a lot of times uh fans of the nba the nba does such (laughs) a great job (laughs) oh that's what i was gonna say he would i was just about to say there was a little bit of I, I don't know though. My brother said uh, Westbrook is really like that in real life though, so I, I, no, I believe he is, it. He is like that, but I'm just saying like it's something public. There was never no chance that Westbrook and that fan was gonna get it off. No, 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 no. Westbrook. When I say Westbrook's really like that, I mean Westbrook is a model citizen. Let's not get it twisted. Like this nigga is a father, a, a philanthropist, a community activist. Like, oh yeah, I know he ain't playing. I see how he treat NBA players. Man. I don't play that shit. You yeah, probably but, get him back. Like he ain't no, he, he ain't no slouchy or tough guy. He's definitely you know not a beta man. Got that Mike Tyson attitude. You know what I'm saying? He a dog. He's an alpha male in every sense of the word. What I say when he was bullshit. I'll fuck you up. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, yeah, Westbrook. Y'all really believe you and that man was in the cage or fucking? Yeah, y'all really believe that he came on your property before you would do something to him? But in that setting, Westbrook no. wasn't wrong to say. In that setting, Westbrook, you knew when the motherfucker pop off. If he would, if if the dude, I don't, I don't want to say his name. If the the dude would, if the MAGA chud would have walked down the stairs. Say his goddamn name, Jeffrey Keisler. I didn't want to say his name. That just sounds so fucking. <laughs> For the sake of this conversation, we're going to call him MAGA Chud number one. That's what he'll be known as in the credits. If he would have walked down them stairs, I don't think Russ would have really put it on him, but 
it brings up a bigger issue. Let's let's get to it. I, I tried to set it up and kind of lay some foundation for the conversation, but let's just get straight into it. Uh, Westbrook being the focal point of the conversation because he seems to be the target this year. Uh, over and over again, you see fans cross the line and like violate his workspace and disrespect him as a man. Now, let's have a conversation about fans going too far. So, um, what can I say? Like, oftentimes, um, the people use sports as like a microcosm of where society is. And, um, you know, with Jackie Robinson breaking the color barrier and going into baseball at a time when there was no African-Americans, the country was very racist and it was, uh, bigotry was acceptable. And so when Jackie broke that color barrier and going to baseball, he was applauded for his ability to take these verbal racial just abuses and assaults. And it's like, some of that shit is resurfacing today, man. Um, if, if what was happening to Jackie Robinson was a reflection on society, what, what can we learn from what's happening to Westbrook and even like LeBron? What do you think it is, man? What do we learn about society? What do you think about the fans having too much leeway? Like, just let me hear some of your thoughts on this whole situation. I think, I think, um, not so much in the NFL, even though you heard people say in the NFL, but right in the NBA, they right there, they right there on you. Right up on you. But like when you, when you say it's a microcosm, you know what I'm saying? Like when you say it's a microcosm, I mean, it is. Everybody knows a sports arena like that. Everybody knows the have not at the top. Mm-hmm. The middle class people in the middle section, and the rich people fucking on the floor. You know what I'm saying? And the ultra rich is right there. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But let's just think, like, what that dude, that white guy knew he had fuck you money. You know what I'm saying? I'm the season chicken or whatever fuck you. Like, you see where he was sitting there? You know what I'm saying? He got, mm-hmm. he got some money. He got some money. The fans, the fans that was around, like people said, this isn't new in the Boston area or in Utah. You know what I'm saying? These, these places where it's heavily white, you know what I'm saying? 1.5% black, black population in Utah. 1.5%. The smallest yeah. population of blacks in the whole NBA. In all of professional sports. And like they said, the people that's in, the people that's the song, they can't really the Mormons. Mm-hmm. They are more outcast like folks. <laughs> As you can say that. But, mm-hmm. like, you know what I'm saying, I guess they embrace Carl Malone, but the thing is about these fans, like I said, the, the, like Carl Malone was a hick, he was a redneck. Carl Malone was a different type of nigga. Like, he was know, a that's redneck that's nigga that loved hunting and wore cowboy boots. Yeah, he, he was embraced by them. Mm-hmm. The, uh, the the Westbrook of the world, you know what I'm saying, is, when you come when you, when you go to Utah, like I said, when you go to Utah, you got these people, the NBA got alcohol, you know what I'm saying? Now, that dude said he wasn't lifted up, but let's be honest, you know what I'm saying? he probably was lifted up. You know, so I don't know when they could, I don't know what's the cutoff limit in fucking Utah, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But this is the NBA game, and I'll be there. Fans be doing the most. Fans be saying the most and shit, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, you, you be sitting next to a fan, they be talking crazy. Like, if you a Rockets fan or they go and say fan, like, all of this shit is, and they could be taking a great fun until one person said, well, I don't like, you know what I'm saying? He's going across the, he's going overboard. And the only thing about the fans, uh, the other two people were the Patrick. Who was there? Uh, was uh, Patterson, um, Patrick Patterson, and yeah, Randy Felton. And Randy Felton. Mm-hmm. But they, they didn't have they didn't have the goddamn. Uh, they didn't do what Westbrook did and shit. They were sitting right there and shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So my thing is like Well Westbrook makes West- what they make combined in the season, he makes that in like three games. So they don't have the They could have never done yeah. that. You know what I'm saying? I'm just like, yo, like all these people people on your team is black. And this guy would have said I, I think he did say some clown shit, you know what I'm saying? I'm not sure what he said and shit, you know what I'm saying? He said get on but your think, knees like you're used these to. Fans got way, huh? 
it was said, it was reported that he said, get on your knees like you used to. And Westbrook yeah, took that as racial. I thought he was a gay sweater. Honestly, shit. I didn't know he took it. I thought he was saying Westbrook was on some gay shit. You know what I'm saying? Tomatoes, tomatoes, right. jussy, juicy. I mean, no, I know, no, that's what I'm saying. When I heard it, I'm not saying it wasn't, you know what I'm saying? It wasn't, it wasn't hate speech or slur or any of this shit or what they're going to say. I'm just saying, we said get back on your knees like you used to and shit, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I love it. They didn't call him the faggot. That's what I thought of, you know what I'm saying? Like, because they must really be dressing the century sometimes and shit, you know what I'm saying? I'm they glad he didn't it. play the gate. I'm glad he didn't play the LGBT card. He stood on <laughs> it as a black man. Like, I took it as racial. Yeah. And I, I, nah, yeah. I don't take back I what I said. Racial. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but like yeah, like I said, man, these these white people got way too much access. I was like, oh yeah, this. I told you, man. Like I said in the text, like they can't wait to see this motherfucking shot gonna go after a rebound and jump over. You know what I'm saying? So they can go home and tell all these fucking fans. Look at look at that big. I'm talking about the big five people, the big big one, the ball head. We talking about Michael Jordan, no, the big one. Shit, yeah, you know? Did you jump right in my wife's lap. You know what I'm saying? That big nigga would have been any close. He would have killed it. They love that access. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They love and they love seeing these things. Like I said, they got fucking money and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like they said, they look at these motherfuckers. Hey, you privileged. Hey, you gonna let me say what I want? Cause I pay for these tickets, motherfucker. You privileged to be in the NBA. So you better shut your motherfucking mouth. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Look at your boy Dolan there. I don't know what color the guy was. But, hey, Dolan the billionaire. He said, like, "What the fuck did you do? This, 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 this pass is talking to me like that." James Dolan. Yeah, James. Yeah. Dude told him to sell the that. team. He said, "You banned for life." Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So, and he a clown. But like I'm saying, that's what, that's what they get when he's like, you know what I'm saying? Like they said, hey, Zion, y'all should be good to have a scholarship. You know what I'm saying? So they I, love these people. They love to see these big men on campus. They're really the big black men on campus walking around with his godly body going down crazy dunks from this all-white crowd. The black Adonis. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Zion, get up. They love that shit. You know what I'm saying? They ain't room for no white boys that fucking do. You know what I'm saying? The Grace and Allen, they, they can wait for Zion and fucking... Cam Reddish and these motherfuckers to come to. Just like the NBA can't hold us part tangle so we can get Zion, the next box office attraction. It's about money. You know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. hey, look, look Madison Square Garden. We can get Zion Williamson next year. The new improved LeBron James. You know what I'm saying? Come get your season ticket package. Like, they, they sell them. You know what I'm saying? They sell like, Come get your season ticket package. You can be right on the court. You act as close as you can to the fucking fans. You know what I'm saying? And these motherfuckers be down there saying, oh, come on. These NBA players be down there saying all sorts of shit. Bitch ass nigga this, bitch ass nigga that. Mm-hmm. They be having to block the mic to shit. You know what I'm saying? Covering like their mouths with towels and they shirt. <laughs> I, like I said, I knew the NBA was going to find that fan and get rid of them because, like I said, they they, they, they really they ain't got to do shit to these fans. You know what I'm saying? They got to make a fucking sacrifice. That, but that's a, story. that's a microcosm of society. Black, he's raised to get him out of here. That that's this a reflection. One that's a reflection of society. Yeah, we're gonna sacrifice this one clown. We ain't like that. Like, no, y'all are like that. Y'all sit right there and heard that man say that shit. Y'all didn't nobody say, Hey, quiet down, Tom. Hey, quiet down, Jeff. You shouldn't be doing that. I'm sure it ain't the first game you did that shit that you know what I'm saying? They they always try to distance themselves. Like if if someone ever gets caught or like the guy who got caught or allegedly said the racist shit, everyone wants to distance themselves from it. And it's it's not just because they don't want to be socially outcast. They just don't want uh they don't like it when someone breaks that fourth wall and exposes like or or, or even turns a, a spotlight on racism. They don't like when it's being discussed and when because they all and they all feel some sort of guilt toward it. It's just like inherent. Like anytime they see a, another white person doing something racist, it's like that white guilt will creep in, man. It's just, it just is what it is. Yeah, you know what I was thinking about, like, yo, is the white guilt or is it just, 
guilt by association because black people do the same shit. You know yeah, guilt by association. Don't, that's what I mean. Don't put me with those niggas. You know what I'm <laughs> I ain't like this nigga. Don't right put here, me with those niggas. Like, okay, you know, like in in the military, they it's always a. Uh, point in time when you have to distance yourselves from certain niggas. Like I'm not one yeah. of those niggas. <laughs> they they too risky. Yeah, they too risky to the call. You know what I'm saying? Are you selling out? Like no, I ain't selling out. Like yeah, you know what I'm saying? But but with you, we won't be able to move forward at all. So that's different. People like yo, I'm not selling out. But you guys right here. Yeah. We, we got to the stage with y'all, but we won't be able to move forward. You know what I'm saying? Going going any forward with you guys. Like we use y'all. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But but we make it to the finish line. We all gonna be there. But this NBA shit, just like the NFL, like I, like I said, all this shit is, hey, let's go get these, let's go get these peasants from the hood, mm-hmm. and we're going to train them from Pee Wee. You know what I'm saying? And only the best, like I said, once you get to the NFL, you are broken up and beat up in any way. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But like I said, they're on Netflix. They got millions of fucking football communities, high school football. No kid on here is getting paid. They got candles all up in their face. Last they, chance, they you. Emotional. Uh, what's they the other one? White coaches fucking ripping their ripping their asses. You know what I'm saying? And we spoke about it. Like some of these motherfuckers was out there. Buddy Stevens. That nigga, that nigga Buddy Stevens. Fucking yeah, but yeah. Last chance you. Motherfucker running up, running up, swinging and shit. Telling what? You know what I'm saying? Like yo, you a fat coach at a fucking uh, community college and shit. You know what I'm saying? And now that you you're exploiting these kids, I'm giving them the banners. Like no, you're exploiting. Them. For, your, for, for you to get money You want them to do this You want them to do that You know what I'm saying And, and just like I said It's a prize You bring all the college All the college coaches Bring their scouts out there And look at my prize Possessions out there Yeah You want to see my running back Run some more And get him another carry You know what I'm saying Get his ass another fucking carry You, you get had, him another carry You told me like I think you made the analogy Of it being like gladiator Like a gladiator sport Yeah so you, That's what I say You take these low passes You pick you get their muscles on. You get their muscles all built up. You see, you know what I'm saying? You let the crowd see them. You know what I'm saying? You parade them out there to the crowd. And the next week, come see Gladius. And Gladius been there since he was fucking 19 years old, killing people and shit. You know what I'm saying? He go I back, take his ass back to the house of Daddy Addis, fucking Alabama. You know what I'm saying? They back in Alabama with Nick Saban training their asses and shit. You know what I'm saying? Yo, old, have you ever seen Nick Saban system. in training camp when he walks around with like that straw hat and those glasses? Yeah. <laughs> And he got all them niggas in lines doing drills. Yo, that shit looks so cringy. And, you know, and, every, and all I can remember is like, yo, the whole Alabama brought fucking Nick Saban another house. He brought him another big house. You know what I'm saying? Damn. And all these players, and, and like I said, yeah, y'all have made a lot of black news. You know what I'm saying? But that's the best for the best for the best. Everybody else that tried out and didn't make it, and I knew you, you know what I'm saying? You knew these linemen wasn't going to school or any of this shit, you know what I'm saying? It's all the big money. It's all the big money grab. Like I said, we live in this country of capitalism, and they don't want to see no white boys out there getting tackled and shit because they can't move fast enough. They can't do anything. Well, yeah, okay. Let's stop. Stop right there, real quick. I want to explore something really quick. So, hold on. What the fuck is this? I'm listening to. Let me put some chiller on. But uh, um, yeah. Let me explore something really quick because I'm trying to get down to the psychology of it all, and a couple things I keep. A couple things that I'm hinting, hinting on. First off, you, like like you said uh, with the gladiator analogy, I think you made a safari analogy uh, when me and you were talking off off mic. Uh, yeah. they, they their perspective on these young black men who are anywhere from 19 to say 35, which is still a young man, and uh, relatively speaking, 
their perception is that these are like uh like you said gladiators which in gladiator sports these were criminals and uh convicted felons who decided to uh into the arena as opposed to and and if they could win in the arena get their freedom that's not what these yeah, are. These, they had no value, you know yeah, these young men, and for the most part, especially in the NBA, the NBA has has all but these aren't like uh, the bottom of society. These dudes go to prep schools. They're smart. They could easily yeah, go on to college and do. They're yeah, they're 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 actual businesses. Like a lot goes into making a pro athlete, and a lot of that credit has to be given to the pro athlete. It's, uh, even though most of most of the time it's someone else or usually a white dude taking credit for him. But yeah. And when these people sit in these seats, their perspective is all wrong. And for, for society, it speaks to a larger issue in society where I think they discredit and don't give enough respect to the fact that these are professional male athletes deserving of everything that they make, if not more or underpaid for their service. Um, and I, I kind of likened it to, I had this analogy or this 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 scenario I was trying to tie in earlier when I was thinking about how I was going to address this. And I just remember myself in, in school, the years that I'd gone to school, I was always in like these talented and gifted classes. And so most it was mostly white. Most of the time I was the only black dude in these classes. And so um, it's kind of like they all felt like everybody in the class they we, they, we to look at that anomaly. they knew that we were they knew that we all had one thing in common we were smart right they, they my test my test scores or my grades that kept us all on an equal playing field the only thing that separated me and it almost it, it almost highlighted me or elevated me above them was i could dress i had swagger i had uh culture i could dance uh like there was cool factor to me and they didn't have that so they chose to minimize everything else about me and only focus on those things. Oh man, you got braids in your hair. That's cool. Oh, those are the new Jordans. Like they always tried to come at me on some low level shit to kind of undercut. Yeah. They they always try to come at me like that. And I think that's kind of what they do with NBA players. They look at it like, okay, uh, I don't know, man. It's just like a psychological thing. When these, when these white kids want to do a, I mean, when these white reporters want to do a ride along with the cops, I did, I did a ride along with the cops. Like, for what reason? What did you want to see? You it, to see exactly. It's that I'll same. Get some in the hood. I, I'm glad you said that. It's that same like curiosity voyeurism to a certain degree that exists in that scenario as well. It's the same shit. Yeah, I can go down here. With, I can go down here in the shark with the sharks as long as I got a shark cage around me and shit. You know what I'm saying? And I can poke and prod at them, make fun of them and shit because I'm not protected. Yeah. I heard, I heard, I heard Brian Scalabrini saying Russ, uh, the white mamba, uh, who only got that cool factor and name off of being the, the he's only cool for yeah, being the complete a, opposite yeah, of Kobe. He's not even athletic. Like he's 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 a Michael Rappaport doppelganger, but he's only cool for being everything Kobe isn't. Like that's his claim to fame. Uh, so the white mamba was talking about Yo Westbrook. He has to ignore that. He can't do that. And I was thinking, like, in those situations when I would be in these classes with just nothing but white people, uh, and one person would make, like, a little joke that I could just feel in my bones was, like, racist, how just isolated and alone and how, uh, just how that affected me. Uh, even though I had all the, there's a different type of, 
uh, uh, pain or not not pain, but just uncomfort you feel. Like, okay, if we in the hood and we around our homies and someone diss you or embarrass you, it's way different than when you're all by yourself and around people that you could probably beat all they ass, but it's like, it's a bunch of them and it really attacks you on a, di- a different level. And so I'm thinking like Westbrook, he goes on the road or any player that goes on the road, LeBron, you got booing going on. You got people calling you a bum and saying you trash and saying you suck, which I think is all inbounds, right? But then one person right. says, so the whole crowd is booing you at the free throw line. Boo, you suck. Fuck you, LeBron, you suck. And then someone says, nigger, nigger. And then it's like that gets caught up in all of that wave of negativity going towards you. And then I could just see how a player in an arena full of 30 people, all of a sudden he feels like every white person in there, especially in Utah where everybody's white, it feels like you're in the middle of a fucking lynch mob. It is. That and ain't no environment you should be subject to. Too, when they mad at the fans and shit. I mean, when they mad at the referees and shit, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. These niggas pissed off. They niggas get shot. You fucking suck. Fuck you, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Fuck you. That's, oh, that's yeah. absolutely fun. You oh, yeah. Even and with the referees. Even with the referees, I see this tension going on. Because it's like, dog, you caught. What the fuck do you know? Like, I'm the athlete out here, dog. Don't, half the time when players get technicals is a challenge of manhood. Half the time when they get technicals. Like, this is that's what I'm saying. Like it's a game of regulation, and white people make all the rules. Think about, like you said, it's a microcosm sport. In white in society, the government, the legislature, full of white people make all the rules. They switch the rules on you whenever they feel like it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. You can't do anything about it. And NFL, but we're making the game safer. We're making, we're not making the game safer. And we want to do a shot fight. They just switch the rules up. You know what I'm saying? And these black people, like you said, when they owe that money, like you owe this money because these black people got to keep adjusting. And one day you was an NBA for you was a defensive specialist. Now everything's about offense. Now you got to get a job and shit because you know what I'm saying. And you spent your whole life uh, developing this skill. You know what I'm saying? See, but but like you said, like you know what I'm saying, like. This, like I said, with the riding long shit, you know what I'm saying? I, I, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, I just don't oh, like the way people are saying, like, they're telling Westbrook how he should have responded to it. Oh, I, yeah. they, they're saying, like, okay, yeah, the guy was wrong for saying what he said, but Russ, he was out of bounds for talking about the man's wife. Like, his wife was, who do you think was standing with their husband getting these postcards and earning these lynchings? Like, the wife was right there, complicit. Yeah. Now, Fuck you and your wife, like, nigga. Yeah. Like, she was little. It comes down to like it's like almost like Dred Scott where they say no uh uh white what is it? No black man has any rights a white man has to respect. Or, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, so yeah. The white man don't gotta respect you, you know what I'm saying? Like, still, like I said, he was property when the competition was made. Yeah. And, and like I said, it's a it's inclusion it's the illusion of inclusion that yo, well we're free, be free. And you get millions of dollars, if they get millions of dollars, make it just like you said when you was in the class. With, you know what I'm saying? You was in the smart class. You was around the white white people. We just said this a lot. Of, we just said this a lot on our podcast. We was in the company full of 300 soldiers and yeah. commanders and officers. And almost every officer was white. Almost every platoon sergeant we had, except for probably one. Every officer was, was white. Not almost. Yeah, there was one was like uh, dude of color. But yeah. And we were we had jobs where you had to score high enough on your ASVAB where. You pretty much had the level of education of somebody with a college graduate degree or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it was time that me and, me, and, me and Fred didn't work in the same department, but you know what I'm saying? We were both, it was, there wasn't that many black people in our company, trust me. 
And like you said, the anomaly, like when I would be in there and it was like, oh man, you want to honor graduate and you're smart. But, but even though I, I was cool with some of the white soldiers, mm-hmm. it was still always, they had to wait for the other white soldiers to get out the van to say, hey, KD, can you come over here and help? You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Because they still, even though they knew I was smarter than them, they still wasn't going to let me help them in front of other white people. They couldn't, you know what I'm saying? Like, just in their mind, they couldn't, you know what I'm saying? They couldn't happen Unless we want some strength shit, you know what I'm saying? Let's go outside and lift up some heavy ass air conditioners and they can call my name the best, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, cool. So when it comes, to, when it comes down to some, little, some intellectual shit, some shit that they might get our signed on, hey, KB, can you help me? But hey, where everybody else? Are they with the lunch? You know what I'm saying? Hey, help me right quick before anybody get back. When I was contracting in Afghanistan, they would, and I was uh, a lead slash supervisor in Afghanistan, they would literally walk into my shop, walk right past my office, go to where my guys were and be like, Hey, I need such and such. Or do you know where such and such? Like, and I'm sitting right there and they were like, Oh, he's right there in the office. Oh, uh, excuse me. Um, like, yo, what what? Excuse me, are you in charge? The fuck you mean? I think the reason why Westbrook's getting it honestly is because he represents he's the antithesis of what white supremacists despise. He's an alpha male, first and foremost. Uh his his emotional displays it. And his outbursts against uh, referees and stuff like that. To them, it's like defiance. Like he's an unruly nigga. Like that's what it comes down to. He and he, and you look at what cities that this shit keep happening. Uh, Denver and um, Utah. Like these people aren't. I don't know. They might have said with Mike Tyson when was in his heyday. They was coming to see that spectacle. You know what I'm saying? Let's go see. Let's go see what his untrained animal. What, what he might do today. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's still, like, I, I'm just getting to, like you said, the, the, the psychology is still, at the end of the day, entertainment for white people, you know what I'm saying, or entertainment for the uber rich, and, like I said, yo, don't forget your place in society, you still a fucking gladiator. You may can win your freedom out here, but even when you win your freedom and the gladiator, you were still on the status mode than the, than the regular Roman. So, do you, you remember this right here? You said what? Watch your mouth, woman. That was that clip when that lady was like, LeBron, how does it feel to be a pussy-ass bitch? And as soon as the security looked at her, she, she, she sat down. You know what I'm saying? I called out, so I'm like, oh, I'm just a... Security was like, hey, if I see your face again, um, I'm probably going to... He didn't even have the balls to say, you're never going to be able to come back in here. She's going to say, I- I'm sorry, I can't hear you. <laughs> I can't hear you. She ain't going to talk to management. Like, nigga, who are you? Fuck out of here. You got no rights. I'm bound to respect or I'm obligated to respect, nigga. Dance monkey. Ah, man. My trap conscience just spoke to me last night. And I was listening to Tribe on my way home from work. Who got the jazz? We got the jazz. And I'm just thinking, like, uh, there's a sample they use in there. So I put on my Miles Davis on Green Dolphin Street, and it's the sample that they use for who got the jazz and i'm thinking of jazz in itself the reason jazz belong to black people correct i mean it started in new orleans somehow i don't know it belongs to black people but white people you (laughs) come on bro you you talk bro you take you take you culturally appropriated just just the sim- symbolism of that alone like you took uh 
we know uh, jazz it itself was is Orleans, culturally Orleans appropriate. Jazz, now y'all feel y'all the Detroit jazz. The and whitest city uh, with the smallest black community population. That anything to do with jazz there. Symbolism they, to that, man. They can't come out there. They can't come out there and call themselves the Joseph Smith. Yeah, call yourself you know the, jo- the fucking the Utah Quakers or whatever. You know what I'm saying? The Mormons or some shit. Like you said, Joseph Smith. I'm not talking about. I'm not listen. I'm not taking no shots at the Mormon religion. A lot of a lot of these white guys that came to my house, they were very nice. Man, fuck Utah. They like they they kind of pedophiles. She kind of pedophiles, but they were very nice. Yeah, fuck Utah. Fuck all those creepy fucking people from Utah. I'm no longer like pulling my punches. Like, uh, player after player after player after player after player. Even Donovan Mitchell came out and he had to release a, a statement basically saying like, yo, y'all fucking up the bag. Like, God damn. Like, I love parts of, he's like, I'm like, I love parts of the city, but y'all fucking up free agency. Like, I, uh, Cephalosha spoke out about it. It's like, yo, they, they had a players only meeting, uh, that got really heated. No, they had a meeting with management, my bad. Uh, the players in Utah had a meeting with management. Like, yo, y'all got to get this shit together. Like, and you see like even the team, the Utah team, look who the, look who they're, if you look back through their pantheon of players, they've always yeah. gone after a specific type of player. You said Carmelo earlier. Yeah. Jeff on the set. Ostertag. Yeah, hey, bullshit. New England Patriots, good character players. Yeah. Greg Ostertag. Uh, uh, who else? Uh, uh, Gordon that. Hayward. Andre Karolinko. Like, these always been their star. Or, or Darren Williams. People that, like you said, nobody, Andre, Andre, nobody that has any. The least, the less melanin, the more, the better. I'm just calling a spade a spade. We've been watching NBA long enough, bro, to know like they have a specific. They they when they lost Gordon Hayward, it was almost like, damn, bro, you was perfect built for this city and everything. And what do the black people do in Utah? I mean, I know Salt Lake City is a real city, but I really want to know what they do. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I read an article. Is they ambassador? Is Carl Malone their ambassador? I don't even know. I don't think I don't know if he can really be ambassador to the hood. I, I there ain't no hoods in fucking Utah. I better say I better say it was they worried about the fucking hood. Atlanta already told you that. Atlanta, I want to say they just got enough money in Atlanta to fucking keep the goddamn fucking business and all the black folks. I, I read a I read an article. Oh my bad, I forgot about Matt Harpering and um. It was one other white dude they fucking used to put up on a pedestal. But yeah, uh, I was reading uh, Marcus Spears. He did an article a few years ago. He had he had talked about it on the jump yesterday. So I went back and looked at this article he wrote. And he was talking about how, who was the black player that he, he mentioned? One of the black players, uh, hold on, I got the article right in front of me. D- uh, Daryl Griffith, he used to be a, a point guard for Utah back in 80. He pulled over at a gas station and he saw a black dude who's like man where where are we at man where are all the brothers at and the dude was like man i don't even know i'm 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 from california i'm just stopping to get gas like basically like <laughs> ain't none of us out here dog nobody when they say one when they say, i don't even think it's really point i don't even think it's really 1.5 percent i think it's like point zero something <laughs> i never met any black people say it was from utah they tried to they tried to get Jabari Parker to come out there because he's a Mormon. <laughs> so I mean, obviously is they Jabari have Parker, is Jabari Parker a Mormon. Yeah, they tried to get him. To, they tried to recruit him because he's a Mormon. And he grew up in Chicago. Hey, I don't have all the answers. So he's not a gangster. He's not a Mormon. Okay, I get it. Yeah. But yeah, I. I but we, listen, I'm like you on a, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. What you said earlier. These people in the NBA. A lot of them don't come from the hood no more. They don't come from the struggle. You heard what Kyrie said. They're not those type of people. Black girls on my goddamn boat. 
aside from that, let's not even let's not even dip our toe into that conversation. But like you you just said, like these aren't like they I think they have this stigma or they they want to see black people in one light. Like that's the problem with the society in general. Like you 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 you're prejudiced. Like you prejudge these players based on your little bit of interaction. Oh, Westbrook's an asshole cuz he yelled at me. What the fuck do you mean he yelled at you? He don't have to be nice to you. And furthermore, who are you? Last time I checked this last time I checked his contract is 200 plus million. He's making 40 million a year just to play basketball. You're coming to see him. He's not coming to your job and watch you change oil or fucking file papers or none of that shit. Nobody's paying to see you do that shit. You're coming to see him play and do his job. And right, it, like no, it's a lot of bad customer service. I, I don't I don't get it, man. <laughs> a lot of bad oh, actually I do service. get it. Take your ass to uh, Newport News and that McDonald's. They'll cuss your ass out. That, that's in uh, that's in uh, Hampton, uh, Black Mac, right. right. Queen Street. But yeah, and then then for them to try to paint Russ in a certain, you know, that's my favorite player right now. Currently, uh, I think they're trying to. I see like the Jason Whitlocks, uh, uh, obviously trying to paint this sort of narrative about Westbrook. But like, look at how he dealt with the kid who touched him, like the kid who was sitting on courtside at. He didn't even touch him. He kind of hit him a little bit. And then when Westbrook looked at him, he uh, wanted to, oh, uh, it's just a little kid. Like, no, fuck that. You don't. Oh, Mike Macaulay caught his ass up. Yeah. The privilege that he showed in that situ- that little instance shows you he's going to grow up to be just like the fan who flipped that. Remember the doctor who flipped the bird at fucking Westbrook in Philly or the fan yeah. who ran up and, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, this is not the first time they do that. Like, they do that shit all the time. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to go. When I was in Kansas, I used to go to the K-State games. And it was the same fan. Like, you know, they got they got season tickets. Like, you know these people. Like, it was the same people. But like I said, like, they know that guy was saying shit like that. Like, you said, he had to go and race his Instagram. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, no, you had to race your Instagram. Like, like, everybody said, come on, man. So, you got to race your Instagram. You know it's quite. He filed a fucking lawsuit. Just bitch ass out of here. Filing a fucking now lawsuit. Look at look at this. Westbrook, I mean, twenty five thousand ain't nothing to him. It's a small it's a little flex uh for Westbrook, but it's like, nigga, you cost me twenty five thousand dollars because you said something to me. Fuck out of exactly. here. That just shows some like sort of hypocrisy right there. How you penalizing me for standing up for myself? He still shouldn't have did that. Let, Stop. You got to let white supremacy know that we ain't going to let him get away with it, though. I get it. It's the NBA. They want to protect their brand. But it's like, I hate that that whole notion. Like, uh, it's, still no, it's still no room for that. It's still uncalled for. You should still never threaten women. Like, shut up, bro. When, when has Westbrook ever demonstrated any proclivities toward abusing women? Never. You, everyone who saw, every, every reasonable person who heard that threat knew it, exactly what it was. I'm surprised the feminists didn't come after him and Gloria Allred and all them didn't come for him. I knew she was coming with a video tape. I thought she was going to come with a VHS of Westbrook doing some shit. Fucking annoying, bro. But, I mean, I just wanted to have a conversation about that. We we always talk about the NCAA. Like, we'll never go too long before we talking about uh, the NCAA exploiting youth basketball players and uh just right, hold on, hold on. Let me ask one more thing. Go ahead, go ahead. We up for the time, NBA so. Did, when the NBA said they did an investigation, right? You know what I'm saying? Against that fan. Mm-hmm. 
Like, what fucking NBA, what kind of fucking police force y'all got? You know what I'm saying? Like, y'all want to talk to the fans that was around them? But, like, how did y'all investigate that? You know what I'm saying? I think it did be lying. We got an investigation going on. Because they ain't got to answer nobody. You know what I'm saying? Hey, the answer is we're going to suspend this fan for the rest of life and shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I think the investigation started like this. Yeah, I think it went something like this. Like, uh, the Utah Jazz was probably like, we're looking into it. We're going to go interview the fan. I think Adam Silva was like, get this nigga the fuck out of here. Like, what are you talking about? Uh, investigation. This is Westbrook Westbrook. This is one of the top five faces of the NBA. Argue with some fucking... Yeah, get this fucking piece of trailer trash the fuck out of here. It was no no more discussion or investigation needed. We he didn't like him. Get him out of here. Because the I NBA saying, can't like, risk the Donald NBA can't Donald risk the bad press. I know they're gonna make him get out of here. Yeah, fuck out of here. I think they should play that gif like the 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 gif. Hey, but listen, is, is that not Democrat shit though? Hey, hey, black people, we gonna throw you out there or something? You know what I'm saying? We'll uh, take care of We up against time. I can't dive back into uh, <laughs> uh, right. philosophy anymore. I'll I'll leave it with this. They should play that clip of uh, Jermaine O'Neal when he like ran and slid and decked that fucking fat nigga in um he, he in all Detroit. Of it too. <laughs> they need to play that before every game. He threw all shit in the fucking gym wall. Since it's a zoo, they need to have a do not cross, that nigga do like, not that feed nigga the animal sign. Yeah, it is what it is. I I stand with Westbrook. I stand with LeBron. It, all these players, man, they're. Respect these men. These are still men. These are fathers. These are these are our businesses. Like fucking know your place, man. And like I said, it speaks to a larger issue in society where people, no matter what, no matter what you do, uh, like like you used to say, like a nigga with no teeth smoking meth in fucking West Virginia thinks he's smarter than Obama. Like he thinks he has more value than Obama. And the system of white supremacy all but reinforces that. Yeah. That's all we said about the ladder, dog. You know what I'm saying? Black people going up the ladder, but you're always going to be on the bottom rung. Whatever the lowest rung is, that's what they might have black people on, no matter how high y'all go up the ladder. Nah, you're right. Why black people, why black people complaining? Y'all got Cadillacs now. Like, yeah, y'all got private jets. You see the difference? It's still, there ain't no gap change. Don't be complaining. Because it, it, it comes back. They yeah, still honestly. think that. Tell they, them got a yacht. They still think that. Boat. It's a privilege. They still think that by playing in the NBA, it's some sort of like, I don't know. They look at it so trivial. They don't even respect it. Like, they, like they you should like, be happy. You go to school are you making this money? That's how they throw it out there. You know what I'm saying? I had to go to school for five, six years. It's like that. Yo, what you said with that corrupt NCAA investigation. Like, you paying $6.5 million to get your kids into school? Slow, 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 slow down, slow down. That's for another episode. You're right. You're right. I hate your dad. Skip the shit. Doing too much. Nah, we had to get that off our chest. Yeah, we got we got to come back to that because I gotta get this edited and pu- uploaded. We definitely can get back in it Friday, and because uh, I definitely want to touch on that. We had we've had remember the episode we did on uh, affirmative action. Uh, who yeah. was it? That nigga that was pretending to be black. That, uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, that, that that Indian kid. Yeah. So we definitely got to get so back. Get a medical that. school. <laughs> That's what Kamala Harris doing. I ain't gonna say nothing. Easy, 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 easy. Alright, we'll get back on that. <sighs> this has been Trap Conscious Radio. Uh just wanna come on, share our thoughts on the this this is Hindu Hussy. Yeah. It's it's the NBA, you know, we're passionate about sports. 
uh, you know how we give it up for LeBron and Russell on the show. So had to get that out there. Um, KB, where can they find you? They gonna say these ignorant niggas dedicate the whole time to the NBA. They can find me at Kaiser They think TV on YouTube. That's Kaiser Capital K A I S E R Capital B A B I K. Oh, they talk about is hip hop and, and and basketball and rappers. Yeah. All right, nigga. Yeah, check this out with information for y'all. Yeah. Let's play. These topics are just vehicles for larger conversations. You gotta hear what's being said. Trap Conscious Radio iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Google Play. Search Trap Conscious Radio. Subscribe, like, share. The website the website is ybfpod.com. Send your emails to ybfpod at gmail.com. I'm YBF to death. And yeah, we'll get back at y'all Friday with a full episode. Some of the topics KB tried to tease at the end. You definitely gonna get into those. We out. Peace. Alright. Alright, KB. Yep. You know what I mean?